Your frame of reference is so fucked up. We're serving films that are LGBT. We're serving Netflix, watch instantly. We're serving shade and we're serving tea. We're serving realness with a double E. Work. Hi. Hi. Welcome back to Serving Realness. Um, we're a podcast that uh, reviews gay and lesbian uh, movies available on Netflix streaming. That's right. If it's not uh, free with your subscription to Netflix, then forget it. Yep. You I guess to... everything is free with the subscription, and that doesn't make any sense. But yeah, if you have to wait for it, then we don't do it. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Thank you, David. Uh, who's got time to sit around by the mailbox? Not me. And, you know, you have to talk to the other people who are coming to the mailbox and your building. And, and you know, what if it sucks? You know, what if the movie sucks? You're just stuck with it. Right. And then you just every day. Then the, the mail carrier thinks that you just stand by your mailbox every day, which you are waiting for. You have nothing better to do. No. I have, uh, I took, I have uh, four DVDs, Netflix DVDs from somebody else that I found in a cafe that I was going to return for them about three years ago. (laughs) Well, it's not too late. So if anybody wants uh, season two of Battlestar Galactica, I don't know where (laughs) the DVDs fall, but I got two of the DVDs. available streaming. It's available streaming now, so you don't need them, but... (laughs) you want to see a museum piece i have them <laughs> fantastic and then so david will send those to you and then if you would be so kind as to return them to netflix <laughs> when you're done watching i can't them, handle it that would be great um today uh we have a guest with us david would you like to introduce her sure illustrious guest sure our our uh guest this week is joe reed and he is a movie uh sort of guru sure uh, for we'll <laughs> for the Atlantic Wire, uh, which is now the Wire, which is now the Wire, it's um, a gritty, gritty show about <laughs> drugs and and the law and wiretapping. But that's Baltimore. not the only place you've you've written about movies for, is it? Uh no, I've written about them for Film dot com, uh, NPR. I've written about TV for the AV Club and Vulture and. Any place that would have me. So, <laughs> and you do, um, and you do yes. an SNL recap that I read. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now I'm doing that for the Wire because I'm now very much a company man. Um, but yeah, every Sunday morning, just find us there. We talk about stuff on SNL. Um, yeah, <laughs> that must be fun and also terrible sometimes. Yes, much like <laughs> SNL, fun and also yeah. terrible sometimes. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. Did you watch One Direction? I did, in fact. Mm-hmm. I thought they all looked, except for Harry Styles, very scared to be on television, which is weird because they they're on television all the time. Yeah, it was weird, huh? Yeah. I think because it was not their people. Where it's they like were, the, the it's, audience wasn't but tiny girls. I mean, but they've been on SNL before also. Really? Have, I don't remember. I, I remember the fact of them being on there. I don't remember quite if they looked as scared as they did. Right. But I was concerned for the majority of them. They Me were. Too. They were. I, I thought Liam Payne had a stomach oh ailment what if, of some sort. Yeah, what, what if, if they one don't of them had... know they're beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, somebody out there will find out, will tell them that that's why they are beautiful, <laughs> is because they don't know it. And I Rather. tweeted a joke because one of them, um, um, which one? What? Louis? Louis? Louis. Louis? Yeah. Um, appeared not to be singing. Oh, um, sometimes the... I feel like that's by design. Really? I feel like he's the one they want singing least. Oh, he's like, he's the, he's the posh spice. He's the Lance Bass kind of. In right. many ways, I feel like he's the Lance Bass. I don't know. <laughs> that's not <laughs> confirmed Wait, Lance... by anything. Lance Bass can't sing or Lance Bass is gay? Both, Both. I'm going to say. <laughs> he really can't but sing? But we're going to let Louis figure that out for himself. Why would... I don't understand. No, I think he, norm- I think he, I think he normally can sing um, fine. 
just can't hear harmonies. He's not, I think he's not as good as the other ones. But right. this oh. time, I think he must have had something wrong with him because he only he like you could clearly only pretending to sing. And then when he has one, he has one little he, like they make him sing the bridge all the time. Yes, mm. and uh, it was really it was like bad karaoke. Yeah. Um, so I think he must have had something wrong. Yeah, with they, they, they're wrong. all actually the, the thing about One Direction is that they all can actually sing. It's yeah. not like the old boy band formula where it's like one singer, one okay singer, and right. three guys to stand there and exactly. make the other two look better. It's so, not the Pussycat Dolls. No, 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 no. It's, well, it's I sure hope we've exhausted this topic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I should no, mention that I, Joe and I also have a One Direction podcast yeah, that's, that's happening that simultaneously. You should all listen to and subscribe, please. <laughs> Done. So easy to find your One Direction podcast. It was. <laughs> there are. I mean, there's a lot of them available. We're the but... only adult-run One Direction <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about um, a movie that Joe chose, and I was thrilled to uh, to see that he chose it because I liked it a lot, and I, I saw this movie in the theaters because I'm old. Uh, and uh, and I had never seen it. Of course, you've never seen. You've never seen anything. <laughs> I've never seen. Never... No, I was homeschooled, so I saw nothing. Yeah. Um, I wish I was homeschooled. I wasn't. I just didn't go to. I don't know. No. I just didn't see any gay You're movies. An innocent lamb no. who's never seen anything controversial, and now we're that's exposing it. you to the world of things like LGBT think, cinema. So. Absolutely. I think well, I just there... rewatched the Garbage Pail Kids movie over and over and over again. And that's all I watched. <laughs> <laughs> and then came to America. <laughs> I was like, wait, there are other movies. <laughs> Isn't that how uh, Daryl Hannah learned to speak English and Splash? <laughs> yes, <laughs> phonetically <laughs> through the Garbage Pail Kids movie. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no, the movie that Joe chose is Chasing Amy, which is uh, one of, I think it's the final of a trilogy. Well, again, it's like this thing where a young director groups his early movies together. I don't think yeah. it's an actual trilogy or anything right. like that. He kept calling it a trilogy, and then he kept making more of them. So, right. the other, so then they the sort of stopped becoming true. For the people who aren't aware, we're talking about Clerks, Mall Rats, and Chasing Amy right. are the three movies by Kevin Smith. Uh, and for today, we watched... Um, Chasing Amy, which had uh, explicit um, gay themes. Wait, uh, that sounds wrong. When I say yeah. that, <laughs> that didn't sound. There was no penetration. No. Well, no. There was no emotional uh, penetration. Emotional penetration. Right. Yeah. There was no uh, hardcore action <laughs> in this film. No. But um, there are explicit gay themes. The lead character, one of the the lead, played by um, Joey Lauren Adams. Whose voice always does something to me. Um, she's she's the one that I I keep on thinking um, is Renee Zellweger, right, and then it yeah. turns out isn't Renee Zellweger. Yeah. But Renee Zellweger at at that time was identical in every way. And they're both in Dazed and Confused, although Renee Zellweger's only in it for like half a second. Right. But they like share the screen oh so briefly. And in that movie, Joey Lauren Adams looks the most Renee Zellweger she's ever looked. Really, so it's very kind of interesting. I think to this day, I still have no idea which one of them is in Empire Records. <laughs> They look exactly the same. Yeah, they do. I, this is the easy, uh, easy mix up there. Um, I had a, I have a friend who introduced me to her cousin, and I didn't catch the name when she introduced me because we were in a loud bar and we were talking for a while. And I was like, I had to wait until the cousin went to the bathroom to say, "Is your cousin Joey Lauren Adams?" Because her voice was it? and her face, it was not. Oh. But she looked an awful lot like her, and she, it was the voice really. That right, was such a yeah. dead on. I was like. She's the nation's premier Joey Lauren Adams uh, impersonation <laughs> artist <laughs> for she, birthday parties and she tours the tri-state. I don't area. think she knows it, which is what makes her beautiful. <laughs> That's true. Can we all try and do a beautiful uh, Joey Lauren Adams impersonation? Yeah, can we all try and do uh, Joey? Like, we'll go around the circle and I need so can... many more cigarettes, but okay. Like, what's a line from the movie that she said? It's also so nasal. I don't think I can do uh, it. I think it's like this. Isn't that it? I... <laughs> 
it's a little yeah. there. It's a it's little. A, it's yeah. I need. I need to go higher. Like that. I don't know. It's I like don't know. she had a surgery that altered uh, her voice in some way. Yeah, and um, she sounds like a cartoon character. I bet she does a lot of voiceover work. I think we nailed really it no as a group. And when <laughs> we did well, and when she yells, it it physically hurts me. Yes. To hear her yell because it just sounds Strained. like her voice is just like her throat's getting cut up by yeah. Yeah. razor blades. Yeah. Right. Like a chipmunk who's accidentally eaten one. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's in this movie along with a very young and very douchey Ben Affleck. Ooh, who very. looks the same now. I think if he looks exactly. I looked at him and I was like, is it, did this movie. Was this movie shot yesterday? Because he looks exactly the same to me. I feel like he looks more angular now. Like now he looks more toned and buff and his face doesn't have. Like he has a little. He looks like a normal person almost in this movie. He has, I, yeah. I noticed in that I was saying to my roommate. Um. That in in chasing Amy, he has one of because we were hating his hair. We all hated his hair in it. Yeah, and he has one of those um, circular brush hairstyles. Mm. You know the ones where you like put the the circular brush in your palm, oh. push it back, it, like attached like a ring, and then yep. you would just kind of push it all back. Yeah, mm-hmm. he had like one of those like, like circular you would brush the, to, to get the nap of a carpet right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, he also has is rocking the very nineties um, goatee, yes. Ugh, the worst uh, pussy mouth yep. thing that uh, I, he might have actually touched off the trend in this movie. It was uh, very on trend at that point it was in nineteen ninety seven. He was very, very much on trend. Uh, it also stars a very young uh, Jason Lee, and these people are all in the, all of those films, right. all of Kevin Smith's yeah. early films. Um, he worked with them uh, a lot, and um, and Jason Lee. Uh, you might know from uh, My Name is Earl, right? a classic TV show. My right. Name is Earl. Yes, it's true. Uh, stealing but, Harvard. But this definitely... He yeah, these, he wasn't stealing Harvard, in fact. These movies definitely launched uh, him as an, act, his, as an actor. I think he was a, a pro skateboarder. Is that wrong? He was a yeah. skateboarder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's also my trajectory as well to this podcast sure was pro skateboarder, pro skateboarder. learning english yep. from watching the garbage Hill kids yep. garbage Hill kids movie right yep. yeah you guys found me at the x games yes. remember ben yeah i do i do remember i couldn't and uh, you've also named your child pilot inspector so yeah. that's another <laughs> thing that you and jason lee have in common is that that's actually the name of your child i feel like he's the one with the kid named pilot inspector i think you're one right. of the celebrities is and i'm Adam, 90 percent sure that that's is that true. correct that's a strange name Adam, our um, producer, I bet could check it. Even if it... Um, it's Inspector with a K, too. It's, it's one it of those almost, really weird ones. It would weird. almost be weirder if it wasn't true, now right. that you said it. <laughs> why why would I make up something <laughs> quite so strange? Yeah, that is bizarre. Yeah. That is bizarre. Um, pilot have confirmation. Yeah. With yes. it, wow. Okay, yeah. Pilot Inspector Lee. I like, I like him a little less now? Uh-huh. I don't know. No, you're, that's, the, that's the correct response. He's very likable. Is he a Scientologist? that's why he, in this movie. That's a possibility, but I can't confirm it's, that. He seems like one of those guys that you wouldn't think was a Scientologist, and then right. they turn out to be a Scientologist. Right, right, right. right. Like, right. Beck? like Beck? Beck, yes. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Beck was born into it. I feel like the right. ones who are born into it he was don't quite it? seem... I think that that's true. Again, I'm just throwing out half-truths <laughs> here. <laughs> and we, That's yeah, what we yeah, do. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam just confirmed that he's also a Scientologist. Very good. Okay. Uh, well, you know what? Pilot Inspector hasn't made. Then <laughs> <laughs> he's got all the connections he needs. For the rest of his He'll life, be in the new Jaden life Smith and entertainment. <laughs> Are they Scientologists? That's everybody thinks so, but nobody knows. It's one of those like widely believed rumors, mm, right? The secret of Smiths. Yeah, I know they're so closed off. That sentence really highlighted my sibilant s. <laughs> <laughs> the secret of Smiths. Yeah. 
Um, so this movie is about um, a group of um, comic book writers and design drawers and designers and um, and they all are at a conference and um, Ben Affleck's character uh, is taken by Jory Lauren's Jory Lauren Adams's character and there actually is a little match made by a fabulous gay black character. Um, I can't remember his name in the movie. Hooper? Hooper, that is correct. Yes. And Hooper has this double um, life where he has to pass as a militant um, black uh, activist because that is the persona of the author of the comic book that he makes. And so he has to sort of perpetrate that at this... Gotta sell his brand. Sell his brand. But then when the camera's off, so to speak... uh, he is this very swishy uh, Nelly he was, Queen. He was my least favorite. I loved him. Yeah, I that. liked him too. I didn't. I loved him. <laughs> I didn't like the girl. The thing where it's like that kind of like oh, uh, like a when you put like a, a ti- like a, a large person in a tiny car. I feel like the same thing with this guy where it was like oh, it's like he's a militant, you know, like. Black right, Panther esque, but he's actually this like extremely queeny, effeminate guy. It's like, right, oh, but really? Also, I could see Kevin Smith coming up with it. Like, you know, I just couldn't. I hear you. I hear you on that. But he also was sort of like the um, the 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 sage of the film. Like he, they go to him for advice about this girl, and he has like real advice and like gives him yes. real advice about yeah. Because it turns out that this girl who is very flirty with. Ben Affleck, Joey Lauren Adams, turns out to be a lesbian who is involved in several relationships with women. And it throws their uh, his whole uh, world off. Right, but he's, his ego swells when she shows interest in him. And he's like, ah, I turned this one. You know, uh-huh. he feels good about it. Yeah. Which is a straight man fantasy. I don't know. To turn, It's also a gay fantasy, I guess, as well, to turn. That is true. Yeah. So it's maybe across it's, the board. Yeah. It's all about the transformation. People love it's all about the journey, really. That's what we've learned from (laughs) reality television and movies about gay people. It's all about the journey. Um so then it it turns out that she has a checkered past where she has slept with a number of men in high school, and he finds this out, and it really throws his this whole perspective he has off where he's the only guy that she's been with. And he's bothered by it. He's bothered by the sexual experiences that he had, that she's had, and feels that he hasn't had enough experience to match her. He feels um, inadequate. Mm-hmm. So he talks to this guy for advice, and um, I love that scene because he's like, he just makes fun of him. The bl- the yeah. the ne- Hooper yeah. just makes fun of Hooper. him. It's a Jaws reference. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> which, <laughs> dollars to donuts, that's why he was named Hooper. Like, there are Jaws oh. references only. Like, that scene in Chasing Amy where uh, Joey Lauren Adams and Jason Lee are, like, comparing their, like, sexual wounds. That, yeah, like, wounds that, is, that is a oh. Jaws That is scene. explicitly from Jaws. Totally. That's yeah, really, yeah. really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Is. So I'm fairly certain Hooper's probably intentionally. Hooper. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> I forgot where I was going with that, but <laughs> sorry. No, we, that's we okay. digressed about Hooper. He is fabulous. The Goodbye. way he feigns, um, the way he feigns horror at the story when he starts telling him that he's that she has multiple partners, he's like, <gasps> yeah, you know, and he feigns his. Uh, I just, I love that the way 
that Ben Affleck gets made fun of by Hooper. And I think that's why I like the character so much. That's the one character in the movie where I feel like, because it's all Kevin Smith sort of, it's a movie about gay people made by a straight person for straight people. Right. About gay people. But it's also about how straight people don't really know, yes. at least back in 97, like didn't really know shit. Right. And that was the one character where I at least felt like Kevin Smith was being like, you know what? I don't know shit. And here's a character to at least call my other straight characters out on their right. weirdness and that's their, true. and their bullshit. Um, so that's, uh, yeah, I feel like that's why I liked that guy. That's right. true. I mean, that, that is true. I, well, there've been rumors about, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go. There've been rumors about Kevin Smith being gay, but I, I think um, he's said, you know, his brother's gay and he loves her or something like that. Maybe I'm totally uh, wrong about this. Again, half truths. That's what we trade in. That's what we trade in here. I feel like here. if you Google, if you Google literally anybody's name in Google, the first like most common search response is it's that gay. person's name plus gay. <laughs> plus gay. <laughs> literally yeah, 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 every yeah. single person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember Googling Jonathan Taylor Thomas when I was a teenager. Sure. Um, and it, the first response being Jonathan Taylor Thomas gay. And I remember being like, thank God. God. And then, <laughs> and then this is true. And then it was yeah. just rumors, you know. Who's Jonathan Taylor Taylor? Oh, um. Excuse that- Leave this place. <laughs> <laughs> From Tool Time or whatever that show Tool was. Tool Time? From Home Improvement. Yeah. Home Improvement. Oh, um, Tool Time was the show within the, the show. show within Tom the show. and Huck and uh, Wild well, America. The, I was oh, how could say, I miss Wild Tom America, and Huck? Where he was siblings with <laughs> Pinocchio? Brad, wait, who were the siblings of Brad Renfro and then. Devin um, Sawa? Yeah. Who needs No, no, it wasn't more than Brad Renfro. It was, it was Devin Sala and then the other one. The other guy. The that, other one. I forget. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott something, something. But Devin Sala was. You the were most diseased. You have a problem that you know <laughs> the entire. You need to just turn yourself in to the ben, authorities. There wasn't much. Hand in your Nambla card. <laughs> no, I was. I'm his age. It doesn't. I don't. You're still talking about it, so. <laughs> it doesn't. You're not I anymore, David. I was a 13 David. year old into 13 year old Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Mm-hmm. And now he's 20. Eight, I think, and still, and you're not, and I'm 28, right? But you're not talking about any movies he's made lately, are you? What movies has he made lately? Zero. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying we should end this, uh, Jonathan Taylor. I also run a Jonathan Taylor Thomas podcast uh, by myself. (laughs) Available on. He doesn't know he's beautiful. (laughs) That's what makes him beautiful. There are no other Jonathan Taylor Thomas podcasts to compete with you there. Zero. It's really easy to find you on <laughs> iTunes under Jonathan Taylor Thomas podcast. I, I actually went online because I wanted to give a thank you gift to some people, and I was like, "Oh, you know, it'd be funny if I found like um, because I gave some I gave a Jonas Brothers necklace to my roommate for uh, Christmas sure. or her birthday." And it's interchangeable for the, the you bring like whatever face you want to wear that day, ah. and you pick your favorite Jonas, whatever. Um, but I was like, oh, that it would be fun if I, you know to send people like Jonathan Taylor Thomas Etsy gifts. <laughs> <laughs> and I searched him, and there are zero Jonathan Taylor Thomas huh. fan made gifts. Weird. So that seems like, wrong. How, how did that happen? That there is an opening in the market. That's what I'm saying. Some industrious soul out there <laughs> can make a lot of money. Yep. From David exclusively. Yep. If you have a hot glue gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing And a this, lot of uh, old Tiger Beat magazines. Wow. Get what a, to it. You're sitting on a gold mine. What a rags to riches story that would be. Going Shark amazing. Tank. I have no customers I have no capital (laughs) but I do have a lot of Tiger Beat magazines and a huge amount of love for Jonathan Taylor Thomas very low (laughs) I'm going to insist on an 80-20 split I will not go any lower 
I do have Etsy slash Etsy dot com slash Jonathan Taylor Thomas memorabilia. Um, why did we talk about him? Why did he come up? Um, what was I the thread? Forget. I don't even know. It's I not important. Yeah, but uh, we were talking about the, the oh that Kevin Spacey might be gay. Googling Kevin gay Spacey. comes up. Kevin Kevin Spacey is definitely <laughs> gay. Kevin Smith, <laughs> right? Um, uh, the director of this film. But no, I remember reading like an interview where he, a long time ago where he was talking about his brother being gay. The biggest shock in this film for me when I rewatched it was to find out that Joey Lauren Adams wrote that song she sings in the bar. Does she really? She did. I, I was uh, super impressed by that because I like the song. She's a terrible singer. She is a terrible she singer. She is a terrible singer. <laughs> but yeah. it's actually a really good song. And I looked for covers of it because I'm sure, I know that I heard a cover of it somewhere at some point that somebody did that song. Um, and so I looked for covers of it on YouTube and I found um, like a teenage blonde die job guy playing a ukulele (laughs) i wish that would have been more interesting playing a guitar badly and um and singing it even worse than than she did in the movie so how many hits uh maybe a thousand Uh, not bad something like that not bad maybe 40 i don't remember (laughs) what's the song called what's his what what's the song called it's called alive Alive. I wanna feel passion. I wanna feel pain. I wanna. I feel so much better than Joey Lauren Adams right (laughs) now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like most of the views for that on that YouTube video are probably people searching for Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam's alive. (laughs) I'll get my um, acapella group to do it. uh, Vocal twerking. That's what we're called. (laughs) (laughs) I watched that reality show. Uh, the competition, the acapella competition. The sing off. Oh, I always intend to, and then I never do. I just watched one episode. Yeah. I, I ben watched... Folds is a judge. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Where and was one of the very and one of the boys to men. And one of one of the boys to He's men. He's not yes. as charming. Um, but they had my... all the boys to men fight each other in a pit. <laughs> 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 one one emerged. <laughs> it's like a Hunger Games kind of thing. <laughs> uh, my favorite band name on that show is Pitch Slapped. <laughs> Is that one of them? <laughs> it was. Great. They did. Uh, I think they probably do new. There was a girl every season um, on that show talking about um, Oakland, California. Heard and of it? She was sure. saying um, it was because <laughs> one of the groups is from Oakland, and she was like, you know, mm-hmm. Oakland gets a bad rap. Um, everyone thinks it's a bad neighborhood and a bad area. Um, but she goes, uh, you know, I think that we're as uh, as an acapella group, you know, um, if people judge a book by its cover. Hopefully, our acapella group can be the cover to that book. Wow. Huh. That is a Miss America answer <laughs> right there. <laughs> that is so pageanty. I'm not sure wonderful. I understand it. She's saying, she's saying it's so stupid. It has confused me. The book of Oakland, of Oakland. <laughs> when people judge Oakland as a book by its cover. Right. They want to be the cover to In that the book. New York Times book review of <laughs> Oakland. <laughs> They want to be on the cover of that. Anyway, worth watching just for stuff like that. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Nick Lachey, of course, who's... Oh, a, yeah, Nick Lachey's on it. He's a brilliant uh, host. I think they, they yeah. tried to set him up with a single. Like, um, you know how they do that? Like, like uh, Paula had a single that she released yeah, while yeah, she was a judge yeah, yeah. on American oh, Idol. yes. Oh, do I I think I they did that for Nick Lachey. I don't, I don't think it really went anywhere. 
Remember but, um, Tyra Banks' single when she was hosting? Or no. She's oh. still hosting America's <laughs> Next Top Model, I guess. She That's is. technically she true. Is. Yeah. Oh. But that it? was in the early years. That was bad. What was the song? Oh. It was called Shake Ya Body, like Y-A. Oh, like, yeah. God. And she made, and the and the, the challenge the one year was to for the, the girls that were they down like to five or six left. And they all had to dance in the music video. For Tyra oh, Banks is such a She's the worst. She's a monster. Did you watch this cycle? No, I stopped watching several, several cycles ago. I cycled off several, several years. This was ago. the boys versus girls. This last one it was. Really oh, good. did a boy win? I don't know who won. Actually, I stopped watching it, uh-huh. but, <laughs> but it was so good. <laughs> but it was good because the it was the, so good. I had to stop watching. The it. theme song is like <laughs> it, too w- good. it would be a girl going. Na 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 na, and then this guy would be like, na 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 na. It was to show you that it was girls and guys. Is that the beginning of September by Earth, Wind and Fire? Do you remember? Um, what were we? Oh, we were talking about a movie. Remember the movie? Oh yeah, doesn't matter. Whatever. Who cares? A stupid movie. It's about a lesbian. Yeah. Sort of. And they raise they raise questions in the movie. Ben Affleck's character talks to um. Um, what's Jason Lee? No, the girls. Jerry, Lu- that's Luigi has something to say. I don't know if you can hear that or not. We'll edit it out. It's fine. He talks to um. Stop. We need to stop doing this podcast in a shelter. <laughs> <laughs> Too many variables. But I love dogs so much <laughs> that I can't see a single one. <laughs> Uh, not have its voice heard on a podcast. It's like the, it's uh, like that scene at the end of Beethoven. You know where there's like a million dogs in here. And you're like on our bed. Your frame kind of, of reference is so <laughs> fucked up. You're the last scene of Beethoven. Like you've never seen any. Ca- you didn't see Brokeback Mountain, but you figure everyone has seen Beethoven. Well, uh, I mean, Beethoven was an international success. It swept the world by storm. That may be true. That may be true. St. <laughs> Bernard adoptions went through the roof. I, that think, year. I bet they probably do. Probably, they I bet you do. anytime there's a big movie yeah. about a specific type of dog. Like, yeah. yeah. Lassie. Yeah. The, the little artist dog that I don't care for. What, the oh, one yeah, from the, the artist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. The one from Frasier. Sure. Is it yeah. wrong to bring up that Malawi adoptions increased after Madonna? <laughs> <laughs> um, shouldn't have brought that up. That's where my dad's from, by the way. Really? Yeah, he's from Malawi. He I think you're is. a Malayer. No, he actually is from Malawi. He's from Malawi. Wait, so Madonna's your stepmother. That's so interesting. <laughs> I've actually been to Malawi. I, mean, you know, I thought you were going to say to Madonna's house. <laughs> I haven't. I've walked by her somewhere that she lives in. You know, she has like a big, huge apartment. There's like she, five. Yeah, I have no idea where it is. It's somewhere um, down, way downtown. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, like Tribeca-y kind of. Mm. Anyway, I think. Someone, t- I only know that because, again, half truths. I right. only know that because we were walking by and someone was like, I think that's Madonna's house. And I was like, and fact. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'll and you just do saw it. a silhouette up in the window staring <laughs> down at you, and you're like, that's probably Madonna. Well, our fact checking team will take care of it <laughs> if I get to the bottom of that. Luigi, are you on it? Good. <laughs> Luigi, one bark for yes, <laughs> yes. two barks for no, Luigi. Um, so when I first saw this movie, um, this, so there's this whole thing. Where Jason Lee's character is, um, he he makes a lot of homophobic jokes throughout the film, such as yeah. they are. Yes. And um, so then Hooper, the fabulous the gay black activist militant, um, posits. Why did I use that word? It's such a strange word to use. But it's he a does. very smart word, though. So he, keep it up, Sherlock yeah. Holmes. Let's keep going. <laughs> to Ben Affleck's character, that perhaps. 
he doth protest too much and um, that maybe Jason Lee is actually in gay love with. and in love with because Jason Lee's character becomes very jealous when yes. um, suddenly Ben Affleck is spending all of his time with Joey Lauren Adams. Um, and then at the end of the movie, um, Joey Lauren Adams has had all of these um, uh, wild sexual relationships in her past. And so um, Ben Affleck decides that the only way they can be comfortable together is if um, she and he, the, the three of them have a, have a three-way together. Right, and yeah. he also then says to Jason Lee, um, basically he says, look, you're gay and you don't want to face it. Yeah. And um, so we're going to do this. And, you know, we're friends. What better way for you to explore that than with me? I'm your best friend. And then he says to uh, Joey Lauren Adams, and this is, you know, a way that we can be on the same level um, sexually where we have the same crazy experience. Mm -hmm. And, of course, it all falls apart. And um, How aware do you think this movie was that Ben Affleck's character was kind of awful and such a douche? Like, I feel like it right. was right. somewhat aware. It's certainly after he makes that offer, like Joey Lauren Adams is like, you're crazy. And right. sort of just, and well, he doesn't she even, says she's nicer about it, I suppose. He doesn't even have to open his pussy mouth for him to appear, appear <laughs> like a douche. But, um, but he's yeah. just sort of just like, Jason Lee, I know you're in love with me. Like that kind of thing, right. which he was, but it's also just like that character had a very, so very is, high opinion of himself and yeah. his ability to yeah. entrance other people. Well, I think that there was the, in the in the defense of the character, Jason Lee was like causing problems. Oh yeah, and throwing roadblocks in the way of this relationship totally. working and all that. But so this is the issue. Or the issue. I I got in two debates. Yeah. With two different people. Yeah. Um, at different times about the ending of this movie. Because when I and I as I rewatched it, I tried to watch it from their perspective. But when I watched it in the theater. It was sort of clear to me that I thought that the two of them probably had sex. Ben Affleck, ben and, Jason Affleck and Jason Lee. After that scene? Because it's not shown. Because what happens is Joey now Lauren Adams leaves. Yeah. And then he Jason Lee gets up and after agreeing Initially agreeing. Initially to agreeing the to the three way. But sort of also tacitly agreeing to the um, theory that he's gay. Right. After that mm -hmm. happens, and jo well, it's also then after Joey Lauren Adams says, go fuck yourself and walks yeah. out. He gets up off the couch and they have this, you know, weird artist loft in New Jersey uh, where the movie set. And so he gets up off the couch and he exits, but he walks through a door that says sex door on it. I don't know if you noticed this. I didn't notice this. I did notice this in a movie in when I watched it in the movie. Oh wow! And I was like, okay, so they are gonna have sex, or yeah. they wouldn't say sex door. He wouldn't walk through a door that said sex door. There were two doors. One said sex door, and one said um, celibate door. No, it said it was like douchebag or something. It was like <laughs> I forget what the other one said. But I feel like at the very least, it's open like yeah it, they yeah. don't explicitly say that they had sex right but they also don't explicitly say they don't they don't have sex it's not right. shown in the movie but what the scene that follows is a flash forward mm -hmm. to um 
or I guess it's not called a flash forward when it's, it's like an, epilogue an, an, an epilogue. Yeah. Um, where they're at uh, some sometime in the future at another comic book conference where they all work individually. None of them are working together anymore. They seem to no longer have a relationship with each other. Right. right. But that so Ben Affleck and Jason Lee sort of share this knowing glance and there's like some sort of like sadness and sweetness in there. Yeah. It's like this unspoken thing. Jason Lee is actually talking to a comic book fan signing his book, but um, he's played by the a, guy who would play his brother in My Name Is Earl. Is that right? Weirdly enough, yeah. Oh yeah, he's that. I was wondering where that's I recognize guy. that guy from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I have an Etsy page that sells his memorabilia. <laughs> uh, so they, but the whole time he's talking to this kid, he's non-verbally communicating with Ben Affleck across the room. And um, my understanding of it, when I saw it in the movie theater, was that they had slept together. Right. Yeah. Is that what you thought too? I did not pick up on that, but I can see why. I can see why uh, your. I can see your argument. Yeah, I think it's fully supportable. It's certainly super open ended, and I think you could also interpret it as just sort of like the very act of putting that on the table. Yes, made it too weird for Jason Lee to like be friends with him yeah, anymore. That's kind of how I felt. Where I think right. it's, it was like, you know, if you, it's almost worse to suggest that agree to it and then have it not happen and then yeah because now it's like oh now we're sitting on this thing like our relationship has now changed yeah forever in that there is now this elephant in the room that can never be right know, uh, right taken away it's and so a, it's illegal to do anything to an elephant <laughs> you can't once once an elephant takes root somewhere right. you know they're very territorial can't yeah. get them out it's true <laughs> you try fucking an elephant they it will not their, happen <laughs> they will dig their heels in <laughs> Um, but that was, yeah, I think, because I don't know if you guys, you know, um, but I try to, uh, people are different about this, but I I try very hard to uh, not uh, blur the lines between friends mm. and ro- romance, right. I guess, because I feel like the, the room for weirdness, uh, the potential for weirdness is so great that um, I feel like it's kind of a disaster. I cannot imagine it would be a disaster. Some but people that's make it not work. True. Some people make it work, but for me, it would definitely be a disaster. I but think the level that they were friends, it would be hard to introduce that element to. Yes, because they were like they were best friends. They were like sort of they were business partners. They worked together. They lived together. They were right. like that super close friends. Right. Like, I think that seeing it now, I definitely had a different mindset where, um, I did not think that they were in love because they that's what somebody well that's what Hooper says is that wow. he's in love with him right. that Jason Lee is in love with Ben Affleck yeah and um that is what I walked away with when I saw it in the movie theater um then now I I definitely felt more like okay this is more I was certain of it like I yeah, was yeah, like yeah, no yeah. this is what they're saying yeah. yeah but now which I guess just says a lot about me at the time but um <laughs> Uh, that you really wanted to have sex with Jason. Lee oh my God, he was so hot. Yeah. <laughs> He's still really hot. Uh, I, I haven't seen any pictures of him lately, but um, still skateboarding. Yeah, That's still Scientologist pilot. skateboard meets. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> On the Scientology ramp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Outside. <laughs> the big giant Scientology ramp in Los Angeles. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so, so yeah, I got in like vocal debates about this with the. Uh, <laughs> What? It's still just com- as to- 
it comes so out of nowhere. Like every time I watch that movie, I'm still never quite prepared for that scene where he's just like, so what the solution is, we should all three of us have sex together. Right. Like it just always, every time I see it, it's just sort of like, that's the craziest possible leap. Yes. No one would ever. It's totally outside of, yeah. Yeah. But when it comes to, what about with you guys, do do you, you know, have you ever been in a situation like that? Not dating a girl who you found out was a lesbian okay. and, and then realizing that, you, that your best friend was in love with you and that you should all have sex. But being a comic been, book writer. You ever been in a weird <laughs> you've been in a weird blurred lines kind of Kind of situation. and it almost always ruins things. That's how I feel too. Yeah. And usually I'm like the Jason Lee of that situation where it's just sort right. of just like, oh, yeah, I kind of have a thing for this person I'm friends with. Right. Like, that kind of thing. And it just never, ever ends well. Right. Right. That was high school and college, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, totally. Especially because and I was friends with so many straight guys throughout yeah. my high school and college. That's why this movie is so was such an odd thing for me and like watching it now it makes more sense Mm -hmm. that I was so latched on to this movie because when I watched this movie for the first time I was like I knew I was gay but I wasn't out I was far from being out I had no idea what to do with this information and my friends were almost exclusively straight guys Right. so this movie about gay people for straight guys was just like oh okay that's why this speaks to me so clearly I'm watching now and I'm just like well of course that's why like because that was I was like culturally straight it was, you know right, what I mean? It's right, just sort of yes. like people are like, I'm a non-practicing Catholic, but I'm culturally Catholic. Like I was right. culturally straight. That's the only <laughs> like lifestyle I knew. So yeah. Yeah. I was friends with so many straight guys. So yeah. And it was all just sort of. Just and crushed like, out on. Yeah. And crushed out by. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's, that's so easy to do that. You know. Yeah. Uh, I had one in college where, um, but that guy turned out to be a total psycho. Like he accused me. Mm-hmm. Of calling his dad, like he he what might was, have been. Was, oh, you were, he was straight, and you were friends. Yeah, I knew. I met him through some friends. Yeah, and I didn't know if he was straight or gay, or whatever. Right. He was just really good looking. Right, and um, I actually assumed he was gay because his roommate was gay, and mm-hmm. um, he lived in the gay part of Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. And it was it was just, I just assumed he was gay, and we sort of hit it off. As, well, I don't know if we hit it off or not. I was He probably found my conversation interesting, and I found his uh, everything else interesting. <laughs> uh, he, was, uh, he was very good looking. Um, I sort of didn't pay attention to the fact that he chose to be called Sage. Uh. <laughs> that, that was not his actual name, but a name he chose. Oh yeah, I mean, but he was really good. Like, he was like a brewer twin. This, you would this, almost have to be really good looking I know to choose about. a name Sage for yourself. Well, it works. Also, it works for him. I think for people to go with you on something stupid, yeah. you have to be hot. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. they'd be like, "No fucking way." That's we the call entire fashion call you industry. Sage. Like, but if yeah. someone's really hot, you'd be like, "Oh, that's a good idea." Nice. I love your hair, yeah. Sage. Yeah, it totally works for you. <laughs> yes. yes, absolutely. Yeah, God, that's sage. the entire fashion industry. It's yes, sort true. of like, well, how could somebody get away with wearing something that insane? It's like, By well, being really, if you really have a really good body. Anything exactly. Looks good it's like you. that guy in the with the in the inside the birdcage is hot. Oh, Sage. I haven't thought of Sage in a while. But yeah, no, so he, Sage. I don't, it's not really the same because he actually might be gay. Cause I got a, we were supposed to live together as mm-hmm. roommates. And I not got a lot a, of straight Sages out there. I'm gonna... Well, <laughs> I don't know. But he, um, children of hippies. I bet you there are some, some, right. 
actual Some natural born Simon things. and Garfunkel fans. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with their brothers uh, and sisters, Parsley, Rosemary, <laughs> Time. Time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they could be a band, you guys. <laughs> we were supposed to live together, and then I got a call from a mutual friend saying that Sage was telling people that I told his dad that he was gay, that I was spreading, or maybe Sage mm-hmm. called me and said, "Are you telling my, you telling people I'm gay? My dad thinks my dad thinks I'm gay." And, I was like, uh, I don't know your dad. In one of our daily, gonna... one of my daily conversations with your dad, uh, <laughs> yeah. I accidentally let it slip. What a weirdo! <laughs> yeah, and I was like, so you probably are gay, because <laughs> like otherwise right. you wouldn't be calling me and and telling me we're not friends anymore. Right. <laughs> and now I have to find a new place to live. Go fuck yourself, Sage. Sage. <laughs> You're not hope, that good looking. I hope Sage emails. I hope Sage after listening to this podcast. <laughs> She's like, well, I've come a long way. I've learned some things about myself. Right. I don't and let then, my dad tell me stories anymore. <laughs> there right. was a guy. Maybe say guy. just put on a weight, put on a little weight. <laughs> yeah. He still has some dreamy eyes. <laughs> there was a guy um, that I knew in college whose roommate, stri- straight guy, uh, sort of uh, his roommate was this super attractive guy in the acting program who we all knew was like just the hottest person. Yeah. And uh, one time the guy let it slip just in conversation. Not even like, he didn't think it was a big deal, but he was like, oh, well, you know, like blah, blah, blah. Uh, this kid, um, you know, whatever, Daniel or whatever, whatever, I can't forget what his name is. He's like, oh, yeah, he's like, you know, he's a pretty good roommate. He's like always, um, when he has a shower, though, he'll just like walk around naked in oh. the room. And I remember thinking like, you're like that. You're you're like living. You're living like a king. Like, <laughs> you know, you're, like, you're living the life Did I you can only dream. Win a lottery of some kind. <laughs> exactly. I have a you know a dental student roommate with a nose whistle, and you get this super hot <laughs> naked guy. But he put that preference down on his form when he was filling out his housing form. Mm-hmm. Preference for hot naked guys. That's right. Vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> super hot naked guy roommates only. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. So we're all chasing Amy at the end of the day. Yeah, and I'm not. In a way, we are all chasing. Do you understand? Do you feel like you understand what uh, silent what Silent Bob? Because Silent Bob, at the end of uh, all of these Kevin Smith movies, who's played by Kevin Smith, uh, the character Silent Bob will speak. Doesn't that happen in all of the movies? Or yes, he usually gets. They they sort of make a reference to it in this. Where like up until this point, Silent Bob had one line in each movie. And it would yeah. be this sort of like faux wise, but usually just sort of like random. Like I think he quoted Yoda at one point or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so in this one, you think that's what he's going to do. He's just he says you're chasing Amy, and then the what's uh, Jay? Like he does this all the time. He just says one thing, and then Silent Bob instead just like breaks into this huge monologue about this story about how basically the exact same thing that Ben Affleck is going through happened to him and he chased his girlfriend away by being scared of her sexual experience. And yeah, so it was basically just sort of like, hey, Ben Affleck, this thing you're going through, I went through the exact same thing. Right, I was scared, I, I felt inadequate. Yeah. And um, I, I took it out on her when it was really my problem. And yeah. uh, I sent her away and now she's the one that uh, that yeah. got away. And you left Ben Affleck to contemplate in his coffee shop. There was a lot of coffee shop sitting in this. There was. There's a lot of sitting and talking yeah. in this movie in yep. general. I love. I realized this watching, especially back then. Like, I love a movie that's nothing but people talking. 
Like I just like that's one of my weird like like pet genres or whatever. Just sort of just like people sitting around talking. Anytime people are like, oh, that could have been a play because it's just like people right. sitting around. It's just like that's mm. fine with me. <laughs> August Osage County, fine. I really liked it. Like it's just people at the dinner table. Very different at each other. feel to uh, uh, August Osage County. Yeah, dinner, dinner with Andre. <laughs> yeah, just like let, just let people talk, whatever. That movie Waking Life. Did you ever see that movie Waking Life? Is that the Miyazaki movie? No, it was Richard Linkletter, and it was uh, like I rotoscoped animation where it yeah. was like actors oh, acted I and then they sort dreaming. of like. I remember yeah. in freshman year, uh, everybody had a poster of it for a while. Probably <laughs> true. It's all just like sort of like philosophical wanking, but like mm. I loved it. I just if saw it. if you saw the aha video for Take yeah. On Me, then you must have seen this movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely true. I like that video. I do too. Actually they it um it's a, they use that commercial or the video for an inspiration for the new trailer for um Abby Lee Miller's Dance Moms. No shit. It's awesome. Oh <laughs> it's so awesome. <laughs> It's fantastic. fantastic. It oh, is. Yeah. It's the best. <laughs> Frank and I saw it, and we we're, were watching. Of course, they know what they're doing, and they advertise it during like American Horror Stories. Oh no, during Project Runway, we were watching that. Yeah, same market. Same market. Yeah. So uh, we were watching them. We usually fast forward through the commercials, and uh, we actually had to. We we watched it and then had to watch it again because we loved it so much. (laughs) We are that gay, apparently. We were like, bravo. It wasn't on Bravo. It was on Lifetime. Oh, it's on Lifetime. That's right. I forget that. They're kind of the new Bravo. Mm. They're sort of doing the Bravo programming that Bravo doesn't really do anymore. Now that yeah. they're exclusively housewife based. Which one's the, which one's Devious Maids? Which no, that's Lifetime. Lifetime. That's that Lifetime. was going to be on ABC. That was a pilot that ABC commissioned, and I like built the website for it when I was working. Really? At ABC. Oh, so I'm like kind of very familiar with at least the pilot of that. You're series. sort of a Devious Maid. I'm sort of like I'm like the sixth Devious Maid. Like they call me the unofficial sixth. For Devious the website, maid. was the cursor one of those like? Dusters? Like oh no! But actually, duster? it should have been. Now I'm Covered feeling. Now I'm feeling like that's maybe that's why we didn't get picked up the, because the, the website, website was not as interesting. The as website was all games where you just had to clean rooms <laughs> to move on to the next level. I think I probably played one of those games. When I was in like seventh grade. There was one yeah. game I used to play on on the computer online. Oh, and plant evidence. Clean rooms and plant <laughs> that's evidence. That's right. Yes. I played one game. It was like a flash game, and it was. Um, you would walk through the mall. You were a girl, a teenage girl, and you would walk through the mall with your two teenage girlfriends, and then you would um, wink at cute guys, and then it would send a <laughs> wink, and it would like, hit them, and then you would get a, um, they would smile, and you would get a point, but you would lose points. There were also ugly guys that would walk oh, by, no. and if you accidentally misdirected your wink uh, and shot an ugly guy with a wink, then he smiled at you, you would lose a point. I think you've just explained okay Cupid. <laughs> <laughs> also, I would play that game today if it was available. I'm try and find it. Yeah. Like, sorry, Candy Crush. I'm done with you. I'm playing <laughs> winky, ugly guy game. I worked at um, Maxim. As the, as the levels went up, you were like, I guess, I don't know what happened to the attractive people in the mall, but they all left and there be a lot of ugly guys. You got to find the one attractive guy in a Shh. sea of uggos. Shop early. Doorbuster specials. Uh, I worked at Maxim Online for a while, and they created a game that was very funny. I had nothing to do with it, but I did think it was very funny. It was called Feed Ally McBeal. And um, it was, uh, I guess, I don't think, I don't know if Ally McBeal was on at the time, but definitely like, Callista Flockhart being anorexic was right. still like a joke <laughs> yeah. on right. late night television. Right. Yeah. So it was just basically Callista Flockhart in a field 
with like maybe she was wearing camouflage or something and you had to like um strong bow a sandwich into her face. <laughs> That's fun. It was a fun game. And she just gets like gradually like more healthy looking as the more I, you succeed. I don't remember if there was ever I mean it's the kind of thing where it's like, oh haha, ha, okay, I'm done with this now. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, right. Exactly. But yeah. it was very funny. <laughs> it was so not like one of those uh those banner ads that tried to trick you into like hit yeah. the bullseye and win a thousand dollars. Oh yeah, throw an axe at the clown. They yeah, were, yeah. Oh, those were everywhere for <laughs> a while. Xbox. Then it felt like there was just like a law was passed because like one day they were just they were, yeah, all, they were gone, all gone. And thank God. Mm. One too many clowns yeah. had to perish. <laughs> I just like imagine, like imagine people like with that who just sort of like who would click on it and just be like every time. Like, Damn yeah. it. <laughs> Fooled again. Uh, so yeah, I think if I could go back in time, I would not argue so much with the with the uh, straight guy who insisted that they would never have sex because both characters were straight. Yeah, it's definitely, I feel like it's open-ended in a way that maybe Kevin Smith kind of doesn't give enough attention to. You're just like, ah, let's, right. just, let's just end it. Let's just tie it up with this epilogue. And it's he whatever. did walk through a door called the sex room. He did. That absolutely <laughs> happened. That happened. Yeah. No one can take that away. No one can ever take that away. <laughs> and if if you're making a movie and you want to imply something, that's a good way to imply it. Yeah. Is to have one of the characters walk Someone through. Someone handed but yeah. Well, but you didn't notice. No, I didn't. I didn't either, yeah. And I've seen that movie multiple times. Well, not, the, just, and the, and not just for the first time. It's not like it's the first weekend. time that that door appears. It's just the first right. time you see right. somebody go through it. Right. Yeah. What did yeah. you think about watching it, like, through today's lens of, like, how many times mm. Jason Lee says faggot? Like... It was, in a it really was a like little... in like purposefully aggressive way, and I was and like that's the character and that fit for the character, but it still just seems weird to hear that. Right, but that character was then being called, um, called to order. What do you call someone? Call to the carpet. Call to the carpet. You call someone to something. Why would you, you call, call anyone to a carpet? Um, Come to the carpet now. You're being a homophobe. <laughs> Get over here. Come on the, the nice, pretty Nate Burkus carpet. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like to bring up Nate Burkus a lot. I do. I'm glad that that happened today. Uh, called there's, to task? It's called to task, maybe? Maybe, yeah. I think that there is an expression. There is something about being called called on called on a carpet? I called don't, to the, called on a I don't carpet. know. What is Listen, that? It doesn't matter. The point is, the point is that uh, he gets the whole point of his People character. People are like, you shouldn't be homophobic. Rolled in a carpet. The whole maybe. point of his character is to, put, I think, to put forth this idea that that homophobia comes from a place of misplaced homosexuality. Totally. Yeah, totally. I just think it was. I think I, I take Joe's point, which was that it's in like kind of a comedy and like a you know kind he's of a still like comedy. the funny character in the movie. Yeah, like, it's weird mm-hmm. to hear a the bulk say of faggot. Kevin Smith's audience was probably laughing along with him at the time. Yes, and it's you can't always hold a director like responsible for that, but it's still kind of. But weird. I feel like now, if there was a uh, a movie kind of in the same vein, you wouldn't. Be able to have the cat that one of the main characters say fag in the first five minutes in the movie and then remain likable. You know what I mean? Right. Mm. I think they wouldn't be able to do that now. Right. Now that faggot is such a uh, where and it ends and he's and he's one of the people you're happy is making comic books or whatever. Yeah. 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 I just feel like it hits, and it's funny because I didn't remember thinking that when I'd watched it when I was younger, and I feel like maybe I'm just like more sensitive. Right. To that now. Right. It also that movie just looks well, so 1997. It really, it really does. Such a very well. 97 that was shot movie. at a bar that I used to go to when I called? 
It was called Meow Mix. Oh, it actually was called Meow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, that's yeah. cool. That, well, actually, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure it was shot at Meow Mix. Yeah. Um, parts of it, at the very least. I, mean, that, I think that that's seen. They? they say, let's go to Meow Mix. Oh, yeah. Right? And there's like right. a, there's an establishing it, shot and... where like they show the bar and the, right. the yeah. bar right there up front. Yeah. yeah. And that bar is now a, um, a diner, which isn't, it's a nice diner. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say something like really depressing. Like, that's an H&R block now or something. <laughs> <laughs> Aww, that's a bummer. It's a gap. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, uh, I think um, it's sort of a portrait of a in that period of time this movie mm. and uh yeah it's you can't really take it out of that period of time and i think it was progressive it was yeah. i know it was progressive at yeah, the time totally um and you know, the same year as um in and out right yes 97 that's also right. 97 mm-hmm. yep yeah that was it was there wasn't really like a vocabulary for mainstream gay themed comedy which is probably right. why i like gravitated to it mm-hmm. in the way because it's just like i wasn't into like gay indie cinema like i didn't know that that existed at the time right. and this was well, kind of like my didn't. gateway drug it barely to a lot did. of that kind of stuff right it barely did but even and like gregoraki and nowhere <laughs> yeah 97 too right oh uh, that's interesting mm. god 97 and titanic all the gay themes in and titanic. i started high school wait what well, you I, know the 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 boat in titanic was gay that's true. That is a, I've heard that. So, it was the um, biggest character in movies that year. So, right. Breakthrough. Breakthrough year. Yep. Plowing some iceberg ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I think on that note, um, seems should, like a closer. Yeah. <laughs> seems like a closer. Yeah. Um, so, well, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Joe. Thanks for having me. I had a really good talk. No, it, it was our pleasure. Yeah, you uh, you probably look more informed than anyone else in this room about movies. So yeah. we appreciate you not um, judging us too harshly. Well, I did not know anything about Beethoven, and now I'm going to go <laughs> learn <laughs> some things. Well, I know just the person for you to talk to. <laughs> um, I am Ben Lerman, and you can find more about me at benlerman.net. And I am David Smithyman, and you can find more about me <laughs> at davidsmithymancomedy.com. See, uh, we sh- it's good to do that. Every time I do it, I feel like like you're like, oh, we don't need to shamelessly promote ourselves. But why not? People like us, don't uh, they? I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. No. Well, why would they be listening? Just Google else? me. There's not many David Smithymen. So I'm pretty much the only one That's of them died true. in a farm accident. So I think it was two oh. of us, and then the Are other you one serious? died. So I think I'm I'm back on top. <laughs> <laughs> still That's it. not true. Is that true? It's there true. really was a farm accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, what, if you oh God. Me, yeah. Well, that sounds like a grisly journey through the internet. (laughs) Uh, Tune in next time where we will be talking to someone else. (laughs) All right, bye. Bye. Work. Work.